Jerry Minshall here with stories of yesteryear and today. I want to tell you about a friend of mine. Lion Gardner Tyler Jr. and I attended the same church for many years. Sadly, he died in September of 2020. He was 95, but he had a full and rich life. Before I got acquainted with him, another church member told me one evening at dinner, You know, Mr. Tyler is the grandson of a president. Oh, which one, I asked. The 10th U.S. president, John Tyler. Now, being a history buff, I remembered that John Tyler was president way back in the 1800s. To be precise, it was 1841 to 1845. That's a long time ago. So I said to my friend at dinner, you mean great-grandson? No, he replied, he's the grandson of President Tyler. How could that be, I wondered. Then I learned the story. William Henry Harrison was inaugurated as our ninth president on March 4, 1841. His vice president was John Tyler. Mr. Harrison died after serving in office only one month to the day and John Tyler of Charles City County, Virginia, became president. He had a wife and eight children. While in the White House, his wife Letitia died. That was in 1842. Two years later, while still in the White House, President Tyler, at age 50, married a beautiful New York woman, Julia Gardner. Miss Gardner was 24 years old. To that union, seven children were born. President Tyler was our most prolific president, 15 children. Now follow me here. My friend Lyon's father, Lyon Tyler Sr., had the same experience, a first wife, then a second younger wife. Lyon was one of the three children born to the second marriage. He was born in 1925, the grandson of President Tyler, who was born in 1790 and died in 1862. With his clever wit, Lyon once told me, it seems like I should be a thousand years old. Lyon Tyler was so pleasant and enjoyable in conversation, he shared so many of his life's experiences. He became an officer in the U.S. Navy in World War II. Some of his early Navy training was on Lake Michigan in Chicago, he indicated it wasn't hard to get a date. Just put on your dress whites and head to town. Lyon was an accomplished sketch artist, lead pencil sketches. He showed me several. One was of a multitude of battleships, and I believe it was the harbor of Papua New Guinea where he was shipped in World War II. I asked him if he ever saw major action in the many Pacific battles. No, he smiled. I think it was because I had a praying mother. Every time I was in line for a battle assignment, I got sick and wound up in sickbay. He had a massive library, historic books, collector items. One of his books was autographed by John Jay, the first Chief Justice of the United States Supreme Court. Lyon's library, along with his pencil sketches, have since been donated to the University of Chicago. His home in Franklin, Tennessee, had many wonderful old portraits, many of them pre-camera days, and framed in those old-fashioned brown oval picture frames. 
Once when I was visiting him, I looked on the wall and recognized a portrait of President Tyler. But who is the gentleman above that picture, I asked. Oh, Lyon replied, that's my great-grandfather, the first John Tyler. He was a great friend of Thomas Jefferson. Indeed, he was. The first John Tyler and Jefferson were roommates at the College of William and Mary. Lyon Tyler had a storied career of his own. He was elected the Commonwealth Attorney in Charles City County, Virginia. He then had a private law practice, but decided he'd rather teach history. So he got a Ph.D. in history from Duke University. He then taught history at VMI, the Virginia Military Institute, then for many more years at the Citadel. Knowing his grandfather was a president from the Old South, I asked Lyon one day, What did your father, Lyon Tyler Sr., what did he think of Abraham Lincoln? Well, he replied, My father thought Lincoln started the Civil War, but I don't agree with that, he said. He then went on, I think another ancestor of mine started the Civil War. My mother's name was Ruffin, R-U-F-F-I-N. One of her ancestors was Edmund Ruffin of the Confederacy, and he fired the first shot at Fort Sumter. So I think he started the Civil War. (laughs) Although some historians doubt it, that indeed is one of the legends from that era. Lyon talked often of his late wife, Lucy Pope Tyler, the love of his life. She was a professional woman. She worked in Nashville Radio back in the 40s and later did shows for the NBC Radio Network. He loved to talk about history, and he loved to talk about Jesus. Lyon Tyler was one of the most dedicated Christian gentlemen I have known. While at the Citadel, he started a chapter of the Full Gospel Businessmen's Association among the cadets. And he drove himself to church at St. Bartholomew's Episcopal here in Nashville well into his eighth decade. A good and rich life. Rest in peace, my friend. I'm Jerry Minshall. To learn more about books I have written and my podcast, go to santafecocktail.com. That's one word, santafecocktail.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, God bless.